Creative Brain Candy by creators for creators. Okay, everyone, that was good. I think we could do 10% better. That was beautiful. Very, very good. Ah! <laughs> My friends from college are here. Oh, boss! Perfect timing. Welcome to the set of Shandar Dastane Icarus. I'm playing you. You like the costume? We need to talk. Tell the director I have some notes for him. We need to him. talk to you in private. Oh, Karan, he's worked with me for 50 years. I trust him completely. Actually, when we first met, he thought I was a vampire, and he tried to stake me through the heart. I have apologized so many times. Not quite enough times. Very close, though. I'll let you know. Oh, I have to get ready for the next scene. Come to my tent. We'll talk there. You guys are going to love the next scene. I come in on a wire because, you know, I can't fly. Wait, are we getting back together? We need to talk. The deviants are back. We don't know how many there are. You need to come with us. Welcome, everyone, to Smoking and Drinking in Capes, a superhero podcast from a couple guys who wish they had powers. This week, we talk about the movie that had us going on a romp through history and being just a bit uncomfortable when we had to watch a PG-13 sex scene. Uh, It's 2021's Eternals. But first, he just wants to be left alone in the rainforest with his cult of brainwashed followers for the rest of eternity. It's Jason. How you doing, Jason? Every time I think I'm out, they keep dragging me back in. Well, you know, we just want you to know that we still think about you from time to time. Yeah, I wish you wouldn't. Okay, sorry. And he's the frustrated tinkerer that can build anything, but settles on a cardboard-filled dining room table. It's Stargate Pioneer. How are you doing today? Built it with my own two hands. Just my two hands. Two hands. Excellent. Well, and that little wrench they give you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and the uh, anatomically incorrect uh, blob of a human that shows you how to do things on the pictures? Yeah, I just got to point out that let's just start with the plow because that's what it does. It plows Plows. the ground. Right. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, It's been a while. Um, It's been an entire week for our listeners since they've heard you. Uh, Two months for us, though, because, you know, time travel. And the such. So, anything yeah. exciting happened lately for you? Lately for me in, yeah, in the past late, two months. Yeah, look, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to uh, catch up with your life. You know, it's been two months or two weeks. Uh, it depends on your perspective. In other words, the restraining order is working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I did notice that Jason was the one that uh, initiated the conversation because I'm not allowed to. I didn't even know. You wanted to be part of the conversation, first of all. And second of all, yes, let's see. In the past two months, my daughter got married. Oh, congratulations. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. And I also am still the proud step foster parent of my daughter, my other daughter's dog. And let's see what else. Uh, 
got a couple of cars fixed. Work's been a bear and I've been really digging everything with uh, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. Been doing a lot of newscasts, but we're about to kick it into high gear and uh, review Shang-Chi and then yeah, was- Hawkeye is coming up and just a lot of stuff. We did Disney Plus Day. That podcast will be coming out after we record this, but probably before people hear this episode. So, yeah, a lot of fun stuff out there. Yeah, I was kind of curious, uh, you know, on our last um, last pod crawl with you, or pod crawl, pod, podcast with you, uh, you know, we had all not heard about Disney Plus Day yet, but did. Yeah, anyway, so that had just happened. Uh, so that's kind of, I yeah, thought there was some, funny, yeah. Some winners and losers in that yeah. Disney Plus Day. Star Wars, more of a loser than a winner. Marvel, more of a winner than a loser. But still, there is a lot of nebulous no dates to the projects out there. There is confirmation of projects that we'd already known about. There's really only two projects that I can remember that were out of the blue. One was the new Spider-Man animation. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man For, freshman, uh, freshman year. year. Yeah. And the other was the X-Men 97, which has a lot of X-Men fanboys. I fan was, was kind of excited about that. Yeah. I was I like, I missed that one. Oh yeah. They're, so they're, they're staying in the X-Men 90s animated universe. And continuing it on, um, I'm wondering if they're going to keep it in that same animation style or not, or if they're going to, you know, uh, and I modernize hope not. it. I hope they kind of modernize it because yeah. while it was okay for back in the 90s, it's not great. It's not good animation. No, no. But well, I mean, as far as that that style, you know, that co- that, that uh, coloring style, maybe. Marvel Studios with what if actually created their own animation studio. So whatever they've created with that and whatever they can do with that is what they're going to be doing with the projects going forward, which leads me to one that I'm going to say is a potential loser. We'll see. I'm not going to definitively call it a loser, but the Marvel zombies animation series that they announced, I don't, I don't know if that's going to really. Well, hey, wait, 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 wait. They're taking that single episode of What If that was probably one of the weaker episodes and they're making a series out of it? Well, it's based on an entire, like, uh, series of books, series of comics that ran for, what was it, three or four? Um, Extended, extended uh, runs? I've not read the Marvel zombie comic books. I ran into some of the zombies on, and I can't remember what it was. It was uh, like the Howling Commandos or something like that. They ran into zombie Sitwell. So that's my the extent of what I've read in the comic books. But what I've heard is they can get really funny and campy and that sort of thing. So if that's true, if they're able to bring that out, more of the talking zombie of the superhero versions and stuff like that, then that could save the series. However, Jason, that was my very first reaction was the same as you. I can't believe they're taking that and making it into a series because that was a loser part of what if. Yeah. So I, I haven't yeah. watched it yet. What is that? Uh, that you haven't watched what if yet? Not yet. I've been busy, my man. God, what are you waiting on? Dude, I, somebody has to edit your fucking show and that somebody's me. So <laughs> hey, somebody volunteered to do that shit. <laughs> anyway. So I, were they not able to talk or anything like that in that what if? No. 
Oh, okay. So in the in the comic book, at least the comic book version that I read, because there's been like a couple like zombie Marvel zombies or Marvel zombies two, um, they still had their personality. Um, they were just zombies. Like so, they well, they couldn't. How does that work? Well, so they couldn't die. Um, they they were like constantly. Basically, they were constantly hungry, um, and so they had to always they had to always eat. Uh, you know, shit was falling off. They you know they were rotting. Um, you know, there's a whole thing where uh, Hank Pym um, had captured Wasp. And uh, was slowly eating her bit by bit. Um, I think, if I remember correctly, there was something in there about Wolverine um, because he was a zombie, yet people kept eating him because he kept regrowing. Um, it was, and then like, wait, wait, wait! How did Wolverine become a zombie? I don't, I don't know. Don't, don't question the motives. This this yeah. series sounds dumb. It, and then it came down to the Avengers ended up beating Galactic uh, Galacticus, um, Galactus Galactus sorry uh, because they literally ate him to death, and then they became the scourge of the universe and went from world to world um, because they got Galactus uh, got his powers basically as far as like uh, being able to travel through space without a spaceship or anything like that. Yeah, so. Yeah, this series sounds dumb. No, we're, you know what? We're going to cover it just in spite of you. Well, there's no. To- we don't cover comic books. We cover comic. Movies. No, no, we're going to cover. We're going to cover the series in spite of you, especially if it follows the comic books. So you can say how uh, dumb it is constantly. I hate you. So yep. there was in this sizzle reel that they had on Disney Plus Day. There was a total of sixteen new series or seasons that were talked about in addition to they did a recap reel to try to entice people that hadn't seen the four existing series, which is WandaVision, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki Season 1, and What If Season 1. So the 12 announced series that were confirmed or given premiere dates was X-Men 97, Moon Knight, which we know is coming up. That's with Oscar Isaac. She-Hulk, which looks very, very funny. I I can't wait to watch that. Yeah. Uh, Ms. Marvel, which will be good for the Young Avengers or the Champions, whatever you want to call that team up. Uh, what if season two, Echo, which I actually don't know much about, but it's a I'm new exci- it's a new character of sorts. I don't think apparently. it's. I think Echo exists in the comics. No, is it's, Echo in the comics? It's a it's a girl that finds out she's got powers or something okay. to that effect. I don't I, know. I don't know either. So like every other superhero that well, finds no, out I that thought, they have powers? Yeah, no, I thought it was I thought it was a new I thought it was an entirely new character. Might be. I don't know. I thought it was an existing comic book character that they were just bringing out and I was just going to say that that was one of the benefits on this Disney Plus series is that you can really introduce a new character, bring out the background, bring out what the character actually is versus just a portion of a movie and in some cases like with i don't know captain marvel if you throw in a new character in there it's only going to get minutes of screen time versus you might get a total throughout a series six to 12 episodes you might get a few hours into that character so i think that's what the benefit of disney plus is if you find a new character that you really like you can find out more about them there so that's echo 
Also, Spider-Man freshman year, we talked about that. I Am Groot, Ironheart, Agatha, House of Harkness, which really intrigues me because if you like Loki and the series Loki, you're going to like Agatha, How House of Harkness, because it's it's a villain, right? Or an anti-hero or something like that. And yeah, Catherine- but I mean, does Agatha need her own series? No, but Catherine Hahn does. I like Catherine Hahn, but I don't know that Agatha can hold her own series. She was great in WandaVision. I loved her in WandaVision. I don't know that just an Agatha series would work. It might bring out more of the witch part of the Marvel comic universe. I I don't know. But anyway, that's a series. Marvel Zombies Secret Invasion. They had a few new looks. I mean, Fury looks way different in Secret Invasion than he has in the past. So we'll see how that goes. And then also mentioned in the trailer was Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, which is separate from the I Am Groot. I got really confused about that. I thought they were one and the same, but they are not. There's I Am Groot series, which is about baby Groot, basically. And then you have the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Uh, Loki Season 2, Armor Wars, and of course Hawkeye, which comes out as we're talking next week. So that that was all in the sizzle trailer. Reminded me of being in Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con, just getting the goodness from a studio. Doesn't matter which studio, but in this case it would have been Marvel Studios. So, okay, I got that out of Disney Plus Day, and then I moved on with my life. Did a podcast about it. Going to release it really soon. Eh, that's it. So is it just me or does anybody else think that they're pushing out way too much IP? Well, that's uh, the thing is some of these aren't scheduled to come out until 2022, 2023, 2024. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but that's 16 series in total in four years. Yeah. But they're like one, they're, they're what? 10 episodes uh, maybe. Well, but then you've also got the current four series this year that they're going to do second and possibly more seasons on. Right. Mm, well, they're not yeah. doing another WandaVision. No, probably not another WandaVision, but you figure they're probably going to do, uh, well, they're definitely going to do another another Loki. Right. They're definitely going to do another What If. They're probably going to do another Falcon and Winter Soldier or something. Uh, no, similar. no, That's, I don't think they're don't doing think so? that. No, they've they, moved on to Captain America 4. Yep. Yeah. You don't think after Captain America 4 they're going to no. throw a no, series in there? No, I don't think so. I don't know. I mean, we've got 12 new series in three years now. Well, okay. So you bring up a good point. This could be not only Marvel, but Disney really filling out Disney plus and seeing if that gets them more money long-term in the series than in movie theaters, because you take a look at star Wars and that is an example of an IP underneath the Disney umbrella that was pumping out too much content for the IP that they had. Now, Exactly. In, in comparison, though, the Star Wars back universe, even the legacy back universe, was sp- far smaller than the legacy Marvel comic universe in the comics. You got 75 years built up of lore in superheroes for Marvel comics. So you could go left, right, and backwards. We haven't even gotten to the mutants yet. So Marvel, I think, has a case as long as they continue making good stuff to continue to pump out content yeah as long as we don't have superhero uh burnout uh, well and and that's that's the worry right not only not only superhero burnout but like sp said as long as they keep putting out good stuff and i don't know i don't know that they can keep doing that because uh, as we might find out in internals uh, they may have slipped up a little bit 
well, I don't know. we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk about that uh, here in just a moment after a pod crawl, maybe. Yeah. So why don't we? Oh, uh, now you want to do a pod crawl? Oh, did you make a, did you make SP do your homework again? Is was this the news no, segment for no, you? No, I honestly I haven't talked to him at all about this. So I'm I one, don't believe I'm you. I'm wondering if he's got a limerick or not, but we'll find out later. But no, I did not talk to him at all. I made will, him do your homework. I, I did will not. Spo- I, I will spoil the surprise. I did not have time for a limerick, so don't perfect. even ask me. Perfect. Excellent. So. Um, Let's do the pod crawl then. All right, fine. Let's do this. Let's do it. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Movie opens with text on the screen. I have no idea what it says because Rob can't read and only looks at picture books. It is now 5000 BC and 10 strangers are woken up on a strange spaceship to go look at a blue planet and save it from some weird as tendril monsters. Crowley should like this movie. It looks like it has tentacle hentai in it. Anyway, these strangers have superpowers and beat the shit out of the monsters. Let's break down the powers real quick, otherwise this will be a short pod crawl. We got Ajak, she is the leader and can heal shit. Cersei is hot and can change matter into whatever she wants. Icarus is Superman. Kingo has finger guns. Sprite is a lame soda, but can make illusions, so basically lame like the drink. Gilgamesh can donkey punch the tendril monsters into mush with one punch. Druid controls people's minds. Fastos has technomancy and helps steer the development of the human species. Makari is flash, but deaf, which is kind of neat. And then there's Thena. She's Angelina Jolie and therefore badass. Anyway, let's get back to the story, there's a bunch of jumping around, so I'll break it down kinda in order. Cersei and Icarus are a thing back in the olden days. Disney decided to pull all the stops and we get a PG-13 love scene that was kinda strange to watch when there is like a 9 year old in the row in front of you, but hey whatever. During all of this, the Eternals are running around killing the tendril monsters that are called deviants and saving the human race so they can become an advanced species. In 1521, during a bloody battle that Ajax forbids the rest of the group from interfering in, Lara Croft goes crazy and starts to attack her friends. After she is subdued, it is agreed that they should all go their separate ways and live their life. Asian Hercules agrees to take care of Mrs. <coughs> Smith so that they don't have to wipe her memory to stop her crazy and they leave for the land down under. I wish that was a euphemism so the nine-year-old in front of me had to ask daddy why they were reenacting a scene from Original Sin. Jump forward to present day, Cersei has broken up with Icarus and has a new boy toy who doesn't know her secret yet. You know nothing Jon Snow. The two lovebirds and Sprite, the never-aging child with the lame powers, are attacked by deviants, which is weird cause they killed them all centuries ago. Superman comes to save their ass, but the deviant has a new ability and heals itself and runs off. The trio leave Jon Snow in London and head off to get answers from Ajak. Ajak is dead. She was fed to the deviants that had thawed out up north by Icarus. Yeah, he's sort of a bad guy, but not really, he was just doing his job. Basically, the Eternals are there to make sure a space god seed is hatched out of the creamy center of the planet when there are enough people for it to eat like Soylent Green. When everyone suddenly came back after the blip, this started the contractions and she was about to pop. Ajak and Icarus knew this plan, the rest didn't. Ajak decided she liked the people here and wanted to stop the birth from happening, Ikaris didn't, so he killed her and pinned it on the deviants that had thawed out. With me so far. 
great. No. Let's move on. Cersei is made leader by a dead Ajax and learns of the true plan from the space god. She tells everyone and they start to find the others to stop the birth from happening as well. Everyone gets together, a couple of the Eternals are killed by the Deviant that can absorb powers via tentacle hentai. Eventually the jig is up and everyone knows Icarus killed Ajax. He and Sprite leave to make sure their new space god is born. Jump to a battle where Eternals fight Eternals and eventually, with their powers combined, they form Captain Planet and stop the destruction of the Earth by turning the baby space god into a marble statue. Cue Icarus flying into the sun to kill himself, Sprite being turned into a real boy so she can grow old and Daddy Space God getting mad and taking the Eternals in for questioning credits. Oh yeah, Jon Snow gets a cool sword in the post-credit scene and becomes Warden of the North or some shit like that. <laughs> Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Alright, uh, 2021's Eternals. Uh, f- first impressions? Jason? Uh, I gotta say this is probably the weakest... MCU movie so far. Okay, but did you like it? It was okay. Okay. SP? Completely disagree with Jason, but I'm sure he's got his reasons. I thought it was a fantastic, epic story told in an epic way, and I really enjoyed it. And that's probably due to the fact that I have a little bit, not a lot, and not directly, but I have a little bit of comic book background in the 2016 through 2017 Ultimate 2 run, Ultimates 2 run, I believe. It had Blue Marvel, it had Captain Marvel, Miss America, Spectrum, and Black Panther. And they were going against Galactus, but then ultimately teamed up with him. So it got me into the whole celestial sort of version of the Marvel Universe, the Marvel Comic Universe. And this is the screen version of that at least for now and i just enjoyed it i enjoyed the time hopping i enjoy that type of storytelling and i enjoyed the fact that there was no right answer out of this i mean we could talk about it later but you could have gone either way with the ending i know ajax decided what she did because of the whole thanos thing and the the snap and the five years but without that i mean it was a crapshoot whether to save just one planet or save the ultimate cosmos. And I I think the stakes were real. I think that it was dealing with a complex issue and it was just fun to watch, but that was, that was just me. So I disagree that it was the weakest. I actually thought that was Shang-Chi out of the three this year, at least. I, I liked Shang-Chi better than this one. I thought Shang-Chi had a, a tighter story. Um, I, I, I don't think the effects in Shang-Chi were as good as what was in this one, yeah, but this. I thought it had a tighter story. I thought it had a, a, a better cast. Um, it made me care more about the characters. Uh, it had moments of levity. The story, the pacing of the story was good. Um, I, I, I enjoyed that movie more than this one. This one plotted so much in the middle. See, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of in between both of you guys. Um, I didn't I did not like it, uh, but I don't think it was the best out of there. But I thought it was good. I mean, I thought it was I thought it was about middle of the road. Um, uh, I think for it being for it being something um, that 
uh, or a, I should say an IP or a, or a, or a set of characters that aren't very mainstream. I think they did a pretty decent job of being able to uh, quickly identify what makes each of them who they are. Um, but I think Guardians of the Galaxy did a better job of that um, in the first one. I, I think of those two because they're both kind of the same. You know, they're both uh, not well-known um, comic books. Uh, comic book characters. I think Guardians of the Galaxy did a better job of introducing you to this this unknown uh, group than Eternals did, but I still liked it. Um, I, well, Eternals, in its defense, had twice as many characters to introduce, it did. and I think that was probably too many. I I I do agree. I think I think well, and and see, even on top of that, I mean, look, Ajax. You saw Selma Hayek maybe 10 minutes, you know, total uh, for the most part. I mean, there, there wasn't a whole lot there with her. Um, and not as much as you would think based off of, you know, all the promotionals and everything like that. There wasn't a whole lot of her. There wasn't a whole lot of many of them, you know. Well, except for Homelander and Cersei. Home, Homelander. I like it. I like it. I didn't think about that. I'm surprised you didn't bring up the fact that he's basically Cyclops. Well, no, he's Homelander. Yeah, he's more he's, like Homelander. He's a dick who can fly and shoot shit out of his eyes. And is Which, super strong. And is super strong. Right. So we're, we're kind of on both ends of the spectrum here then, huh? I mean, yeah. Like, like I said, I think this is the weakest of the MCU movies so far. I think uh, I think Shang Chi was a fine movie, but I would put that probably in the middle of the pack, around you know the Ant Man movies. The Ant Man movies were were fine, but they weren't the greatest of the MCU movies. They're probably middle of the pack. I think the biggest- Black Widow was, yeah, Black Widow was probably middle of the pack. I mean, it was a fine movie, but it was, uh, it was a prequel movie. Uh, it, it prequeled. Um, Infinity War, and so I, I just I I haven't seen a lot out of uh, MCU in Phase Four so far, and I'm kind of disappointed. Well, in this the first, this is the first Phase Four, technically, isn't it? I think Shang Chi was the oh Shang Chi, yeah, okay, technical okay. Phase Four. And it, remember, at the end no, of no, 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 Black Widow came out before uh, Shang Chi. Yeah, but yeah, I, but I don't not consider that. Four. Yeah, I don't consider that Phase Four because that was supposed to come out way before and COVID hit. Um, and the, and the timeline, the, the timing okay, so of where the it's last at. Phase three movie was the Spider-Man movie homecoming. Right. I think, I think I are th- not homecoming far from far home. from home. I think black widow is a phase 3.5, <laughs> you know, three and a half. I think it, I think, I don't think, I don't think it's a phase four. Um, title in terms of I mean there it was a one-off more or less yeah it introduced a couple characters that we'll probably see in the future but I think it it didn't it doesn't connect it connects more to phase three and phase two than it does to anything that has happened or that is going to happen I think in phase four Okay, well, Feige said it was in Phase Four, so well, you can have your pet theories if you want. But Feige said it was Phase Four. 
it is in terms of the movies coming out, but I I don't story wise I didn't see it as a phase four. I I kind of I kind of saw it as a phase three or well, you get you know Madame Hydra. You get Madame Hydra, you get the new Black Widow, which is probably needed for the extent of Phase 4. So yeah, I, okay, Phase 4, if I get called it Phase 4. I don't think of it as Phase 4, though, just the way it, it put together. And then you got guys got to remember, with the end of Shang-Chi, you guys remember the end credit of Shang-Chi where you have Mark Ruffalo and or Bruce Banner, and you have Captain Marvel. As not Hulk, yep. Hulk by the way. Yeah, yeah, with his yeah. What's up with that? I thought he was permanently Hulk now. Maybe they're gonna bring that back uh, or answer that slightly in She Hulk. And his arm was in a sling. Got to remember that. Okay, so you had Mark Ruffalo and you had um, you had Cap Marvel there on the hollow projectors, going back and forth with Wong, and you have Shang Chi and Katie there, and they were talking about what comprised the rings, right? And then fast forward to Eternals. Well, yeah, that's my point. You fast forward to Eternals and you see that these people have been around for thousands and thousands of years. So yeah. it very well could be Eternals tech, which would then start crossing the streams a little bit. And you already got the arrows connection at the end of Eternals, which is the Guardians of the Galaxy connection. So you do have some things pulling back together for phase four. I would agree with Jason that I don't know what the ultimate goal of phase four is right now but i do see it headed in a certain direction when you take those things into account now you th- black widow do you is think kind it's of an outlier there do you think it's celestial well yeah i think in that's where we're headed big, yeah. in terms of the big bad yeah you had uh what's his name adron Al- aramis Al- aramis whatever Arisham. Arisham. who is a big bad of himself or itself and we'll see i think he took the three at the end back to the world forge but i don't know what's going to happen there and quite frankly in the world forge they could potentially bring back any of the characters like right that, for instance, yeah yeah Ajax. so that so that brings up okay so that also that brings up a question that i had um that i was going to ask later but let's let's do it now um are we going to see Icarus again? Do you think? Do you think he was downloaded back to the World Forge, the you know the main server, and we could see him in Eternals two or whatever they're saying? You know, the Eternals will return. Um, do you think we'll see him again? And no. on top of that, the other the other two that no. died. I mean, how does how does he download back? I, they wiped their memory and then stored them between like missions. I don't think they just downloaded it when he when they died. I don't think it was. We don't oh, what know was that movie where. Yeah, we don't really know. Y- you're probably they never t- really... talking about Battlestar Galactica, right? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, the Cylons. Whenever they die, their their memories download to the nearest base ship, and yeah, well, and they they we, come into a, a new body. I don't think it works like that. We don't know though. It could work like yeah. that. It might not they work didn't like that. Specifically we, well, I, I they didn't specifically say they were pretty. I, I know we don't know for sure, but they didn't hint or, well, or make okay, any no, illusions no, no, to no, it no. working Here's the like thing. that. Here's the thing, though. Um, it's got to be insinuated that that happens that way 
or in some form or fashion like that because Why? because they have been doing this for years. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Jolie had Athena had the um, the Mad Fury or Mad Weary, um, mm-hmm. which means that the eraser the eraser. Wait a minute, can, can we explore that for just a second before you go on? Okay. I think that's not really related to her Eternals character. I think that's related to her marriage to Brad Pitt. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. She she had some she had some weird ticks during filming, so they had to work it in, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh no, no, I'm thinking so so, you know, she that mad weary thing is the wipe didn't the didn't take. You were starting to f- feel your previous lives. Right. But based off of based off of what we were shown with Cersei when she was talking to Erishim and we figure out this whole, you know, oh okay, the world dies. It looks like they go down with the ship. It it looked like they're supposed to make sure it happens. They're supposed to herald. Yeah, but the at the end of the of movie, the they world. said. At the end of the movie, they said the reason that they were able to survive the cataclysm of the world was because of the Unimind and the bonding with the celestial that was born. But you don't know if their bodies were saved or not. We, we just yeah, there's I'm, a lot I'm that thinking, we don't know. I'm thinking they get downloaded. And, now, and and if that's the case, okay, it's possible they get downloaded into the celestial that they they helped get born, but the celestial wasn't born in this case, and Icarus or Homelander ran into the sun. Well, but what's now he wait a minute. I, but I was he just was part say, of the Unimind for a minute. I will also say that we not we did not see the full end of Icarus. We saw him start to come apart, but we did not see him completely come apart. So what could have happened is a celestial or something else could have gone in and grabbed him and then saved him from his attempt to kill himself, basically. So it is possible. And you got to think he's going to be the herald. Of- well, I mean, yeah, there's a bunch of things that could be possible. But I mean, we didn't see any evidence of any of that. And sure, they could pull that rabbit out of their hat in the future if they want to write him back in somehow. I think that would be a shitty way to bring him back in. Maybe. I mean, I'm not going to disagree because if this movie had anything, you know, I already mentioned the fact that ultimately there was no right answer. You basically had Earth versus the future of the cosmos. So what is really the right answer that because we're Earthlings ourselves, of course, we want to save the Earth. But if you're talking about the greater cosmos as itself, maybe that's the right answer for Earth to be destroyed. And we'll get back to that because there's something I need to say there. But I want to move on to Icarus. I think his betrayal was the most meaningful thing of this entire thing because he backstabbed quite literally his own team and there's really no way to come back from that. So do I want his character back? No. Would I like his powers? Yes. But I don't want to see the character back because he made such an atrocious choice that I don't want to see him back. And I guess a lot of the fandom wouldn't want to see him back either. Yeah. Yeah. And and it was... (laughs) It annoyed me because as soon as he came on the screen in London after they were fighting the Deviant, I was like, oh, oh, he's going to betray him because he just pops in out of nowhere. And then whenever he confirms, yeah, I just got worried about you. And that's why I came to check it out. I was like, no, he he knew something was up. He knew that the the Deviants were back. And yeah, it, it was this this whole story just was, I don't know. It wasn't I, good. I it was, was predictable. It slogged through the middle. Uh, it, it bounced around too much. 
especially I mean I don't I don't mind movies with flashbacks and you know nonlinear storytelling but this kind of gave me a little bit of whiplash as many times as they kind of flashed back and flashed back and forward so I, I don't know it was it was not good writing I don't want to see this character back I would be happy without another Eternals movie maybe you know they can put Eternals in some of the other movies that may have better writing but I'm I'm not looking forward to another Eternals movie. I think that's exactly where we're going. I think the Eternals are going to be part of Guardians of the Galaxy going forward. Well, they said that the Eternals will return too. But they, so, but uh, I mean, is that Re- Eternals two or is that is that going to be yeah. a? I bet you it's going to be Re- Eternals. 2. No, I don't because... think they're going to say that the Eternals are going to return and then pop them in a bunch of different movies all separated. They did it in phase one. They say, you know, these characters will return in Avengers or whatever. So yeah, they, well, yeah, they came in back. Avengers. So they didn't say where they just said the characters will return. Well, in Avengers, the Avengers was the movie that they, they right. But for the Eternals in. here, they just said the Eternals will return. There's no specification on what's going to happen. So who knows? No. Well, okay. yeah, but you figure they're, they, they put Eternals will return in an Eternals movie, so you're figuring that they're going to return in another another Eternals movie. Maybe. And they bring in Eros at the end, so that, that kind of points to another Eternals movie. Uh, well, Eros was in Guardians of the Guardians. Galaxy. Yeah, he was a Guardian, too. So he uh, maybe they're coming back in three. Maybe that's part of three. Is... God, that would be t- way too many to bring in the Eternals and the Guardians. And Thor. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Mm. Maybe not all the Eternals. I mean, because you uh, okay, you're essentially... just three. Uh, so they're they're basically in in groups of three now, right? Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. So you bring. Yeah. Uh, so you got three that stayed on Earth. You got three that went into stayed, space. Oh, and got Druig. kidnapped. No, Druig went out and about. Who stayed on Earth? Uh, King Kingo ba- Kingo Bastos. and uh, Bastos, oh, Sprite, Cerces, oh, that's right, and. Um, King, Kingo, whatever his name is. Well, no, but okay, but Cersei, Fastos, and uh, um, Kingo Druig, wasn't it that got uh, that got snatched? It was up. Thena, Makari, and Druig that got they didn't get uh, visited by Eros, right? Yes, that who got so they're in space. So who got? Yeah, they're the ones in space. Cer- Cersei, Fastos, Kingo, and Sprite are on Earth, but Sprite is now a human. And and so Kingo, it's Cersei, Fastos, and Kingo. Yeah, but Cersei and Fastos were stolen by uh, by Erishim. or no, and Kingo was as well. Yeah, there's yeah. three yeah. of them. Yeah, so three of them were stolen. So the okay, only so one, back to my point. Yeah. They're they're split up into threes, yeah, except for Sprite. <laughs> Sprite's by herself. Sprite's a human. Yeah. For now, yeah. for I now. don't believe that's going to stay forever. She'll she'll want to be an eternal all over again uh, once she gets a little older. Okay, well, Sprite, yeah, that that will annoy me too. Sprite's actually a character in Marvel Comics, and it's yeah. this, but is a really po- well, really powerful being. So we'll see. So okay, so what was that uh, other thing you wanted to circle back on? Um, oh yeah, the birth of the celestial. So you take a look at the graphic that was shown to Cersei's of what is about to happen. And the planet ruptured as the celestial was coming up through the crust, right? So if the celestial is basically have, you know, a hand, two hands, head coming out, basically the celestial has gone through the crust at that point. 
the crust is like 150 miles deep or something like that. I can't remember exactly how deep it is. And then you get magma underneath that. So if you rupture that all the way up there, you basically crack the planet already. So the planet is supposedly doomed the second that hands and a head start showing up. But yet the head and the hands start showing up and nothing happened. So is uh, maybe maybe the selection the celestial is uh, born or morphs out of the out of the uh, planet. It doesn't morphs. Well, like like okay, so so it uses the matter from the planet. Uses the 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 humans or the the species the um, to absorb their energy, uh, but then uses the planet itself to help form him uh form them um so maybe maybe he was using the crust or the mantle and part of the mantle to form the body i don't know whenever they showed the graphic whenever Ereshim was showing cersei how things were done it seemed like he kind of burst forth from the middle of the planet formed so well i don't know i think that's a stretch hey jason do you think we can get cersei to make rob into a draft I hope. Or a big tree, a, a big, weird looking tree. Weird looking tree. That'd be a giraffe. I'll be a giraffe. The celestials, uh, I mean, we, we find out that they can basically grab you and spirit you off, right? They can they can grab you and you're you're gone. Um and, and there's no there's no uh they're they're omnipotent. Um, omnipotent omnipotent there we go look i'm trying to use some big words and sound smart <laughs> stop trying to use big words right, 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 auto right. erotic asphyxiation go God, ahead, asphyxiation see you can't even say it sp um oh i was trying to get to you to say it oh oh gotcha <laughs> anyway so the celestials right space gods um they can transport you basically instantly they snatch you off of the off the top of the earth and take whisk you into space right so if that's the case why are the deviants still out there causing chaos? And you know, because they say, "Oh, we created the Eternals to battle the deviants because the deviants um, started preying on on the anything other than the uh, apex predators." Right? That's a good question. Why didn't they? It's just, a really good question. Right? Just grab them and, and take them. I can understand having the Eternals there to guide the population towards uh you know towards technology and things like that to make them explode and uh population wise um but like I just, spontaneously I, combust no well, you know population explosion whatever oh, okay. nice try um but yeah they leave the deviants on the planet even though the deviants are becoming an issue and it's and it's not like you, you know this is happening all the time you know because when they were showing when they were showing those flashbacks or showing, uh, you know, the, how, how the cycle happens, they were showing it on a different world. They were showing it on an alien planet, right? It wasn't humans. It was humanoid, but it wasn't earth. Right. That was, this was happening to. So this, this happens all the time. It's obvious because we got Eros, Star Fox, do a barrel roll, whatever. Um, uh, you know, so there's other Eternals out there other than the the ten that we saw. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's why? 
thoughts? Yeah, ideas. That's a good idea. So I I don't I don't totally buy into the whole thing that because they stopped this eternal from being born that the you know the universe is doomed. No, I don't either. I I, I think if uh, if the celestial uh, reproduction rate were that fucking fragile, I don't think the celestials well, would have survived. Okay, so and that's that's the that's another question I had though. I mean, it was all based off of whether or not. Um, uh, whether or not the the population could sustain the energy needed by for the celestial to be bur- bor- born or whatever you know, uh, right? You know, soul energy, whatever it is, right? So you know, and this has been brought up. You, you know, you hear about this when they first talked about the Eternals or whatever. Um, why weren't they helping the Avengers? Well, we were told we can't help in human affairs, right? Okay, so the Avengers are going after Thanos. Obviously, space gods are going to know that Thanos's um, end game is to wipe out half of uh, all sentient life in the universe. That would that would cause a problem if you're trying to birth space gods out of other planets, right? You're setting yourself back. So, oh no, this needs to happen. The emergence has to happen. But we're okay with it taking a, you know, billion-year setback because half of all of the life in the universe is gone. Right. You know, but well, not oh, only no, that, no, no, but Thanos is, Thanos is also an Eternal. In the comics. He, well, no, uh, in, in this too. Is he? Eros was Thanos' brother. Yeah. Eros is, a, is a, an eternal. eternal. In the comics, Thanos is a Deviant. No, Thanos is an Eternal. With he's a, the he's the son of of two Eternals. I thought he had the de, but he had the deviant strain in the comics. I believe that's why he was purple. I think is is what it is. Because well, in the com, in the comics, deviants aren't these creature things. It's a it's a it's a offshoot from the Eternals, um, and I think they were shown as being purplish in the comics. I could be but, wrong. Well, Thanos would still be an omnipotent being, whatever you want to call yeah. Eternals and Deviants and Celestials. So you th- Thanos is gone. You got a bunch of Deviants that are gone from Earth right now. You have half the Eternals that are gone. But more importantly, Ego, who was a Celestial, is now gone. And Ego's whole purpose is, of being is was... Ego a Celestial or did he yes. just claim to be a Celestial? No, he was a celestial. He so, was a celestial in planetary form. Yeah, so his whole purpose was to try to seed life throughout the universe so that they could create more celestials. And he's not there anymore. So that is that the whole seeding of life. Well, is gone. no, his he he was seeding life on other planets so that he could uh create children to sustain his power, to grow his power. Yeah, he was it, kind of a rogue celestial, but he, that is no longer there. So they've lost a lot of their power making ability recently with all of these deaths. Not to mention, I forget the celestial's name, but wherever nowhere the celestial, the head of nowhere yeah, was, yeah, so that, yeah. that's a dead celestial too. So you do have a lot of dead celestials around the universe these days, and that could be taking a toll on their way of life and their ability to uh, continue the seeding of future life 
in the universe. Okay. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I just, I just thought it was weird that they would be okay with half the life disappearing and not tasking some Eternals, maybe not the ones that we know, uh, maybe a, a, another set, with stopping Thanos. Well, if half the life in the universe is gone, half the Celestials are gone too. Are they? Do Celestials count? Good question. I don't know. Yeah. Are they? I mean... Do Eternals count? Uh, technically, I would say Eternals don't because they're robotic. Right, but they seem to be biological robots. Yeah. I got I mean, the impression that they did not phase out half of the Eternals. I got the impression that they yeah. lived through so I, the whole snap thing. I, I think the whole life thing had an asterisk to it. So I don't think it, I don't think Celestials counted as the life that got wiped. I don't think Eternals counted as the wife, I, the life that got wiped because that would be really, I mean, that would be a real statistical anomaly for the eight, eight Eternals on earth and none of them got snapped or got dusted uh, when the snap happened, if they were included. Maybe it was, uh, so if they're not if they're not considered uh, life, right? Because they're robots. Yeah, they're biological robots, but they're robots. Um, and then if the celestials aren't included, maybe it's it maybe in Thanos's snap it was those on planets because his whole thing was planets trying to succeed, or or planets try, are trying to make sure. Uh, that the the planets didn't uh, get their resources um, uh, exhausted, right, at an exponential rate or whatever, because that's what happened on his planet. A good question of what if Thanos was a celestial or even a deviant? What really spurred him? Like, if he was a deviant, maybe he learned about the the whole deal with the celestials and he wanted to cut their power and that's one of the big reasons behind the reason that he got rid of half the population i don't know this the, there is layers to layers to this that ultimately kevin feige is going to have to come out with some descriptors for because if he doesn't then there are so many loose ends here that it could really tear up any storyline that he wants to pursue in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he's doing world building here and if you're doing world building, you've got to come up with these, these types of backstories and you gotta, you gotta weave that tapestry because if you start leaving loose strings, the entire tapestry comes unwound. And don't forget, we have the multiverse now too. In the original phase one through three, the biggest thing that you had was magic and you had the quantum realm. Now we have, entered into phase four where you've brought up celestials, you brought up the eternals, you brought up the, um, uh, the, the whole, uh, world building, like the world forge. And there and are the, the timeline. It, it's a cosmos now. Thing. It's not, not necessarily just people on a planet or planets. It's the whole cosmos now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the last, the last thing that I had, uh, that I wanted, that I really wanted to discuss was, um, you know, the, these Eternals, uh, the ones that we've met, they've been doing this 
countless times. I mean, that's that's established in in the in the thing. Ajax, ha, uh, this isn't the first planet they've done this on or done the uh, you know heralded a new celestial. Um, so they've done this enough times. Why why are they revolting now? All of a sudden, they explained it in the movie. It was the whole Thanos thing when Ajax saw the Thanos snap and half the entire universe went out of phase that really affected her to see just the half there on earth. So she was like, okay, this is stupid. We need to stop because if some being can affect everybody, then we need to sit down, take stock of what's going on and make sure it doesn't happen again. And the way it stands right now, it could happen again. And she also said that there was something special about Earth. So there's apparently something that's different about Earth than there were on other planets. Because she, I think, retained her memories or knew what happened on previous previous planets. Yeah, I was under the impression that 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 was the case. Yeah, so there's apparently something different about Earth that she sensed or, or saw or knew that made it different from other planets that she grew celestials in. Sure. Earth is where Angelina Jolie was born. That's true. That's right. That's right. That's true. Which yeah. makes it a, a universal treasure. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, I mean, I don't even know why they tried. They should have just, when it happened, they should have been like, all right, we're done. It's we perfect perfection. Or something to that effect. Anyway, all right. So, uh, anything else that uh, you got quabbles about? Yeah, where did fucking Homelander get his uh, Una Una mind ring? They all had those bracelets in in Domo. They got those bracelets in Domo, right? Right. But he was long gone. Him and Sprite were long gone by then. But suddenly they had fucking Unimind bracelets. They where talked the about fuck it. Did they get them? Yeah, they talked about it afterwards. Is that the bond with the celestial happens every time? So I well, think- yeah, the bond, but they had to uh, they had to bring uh, what's his face had to make the bracelets in order to so, have the okay. So I think happen. no, no, I think um, now that SP said that, I think they made they made the rings not knowing that there was a celestial bond that would happen. I think they made the rings to create this unimind, um, and then as the celestial was starting to emerge. Um, that's, the Unimind just happened, so that, the rings didn't need to be the, Yeah, made. so so as the Celestial started to emerge, that's when they all bonded together, right? And so she ended up getting extra power and was able to overcome Well, the whole premise that. was they all had to bond together anyway in order to have enough power to stop the Celestial from being born. Right, and, and I think I I think it's because they didn't know that they were going to bond anyway, and in the in the past they weren't trying to stop it. They just bonded together, got themselves downloaded, and went into a new body in uh, in the Forge. Um, in this particular case, they were fighting back, you know. So the Celestial doesn't know that they're being trying to that you know. It's a baby. It doesn't know that it's that they're trying to kill it. Yeah, I'm sure the celestial comes out with the mind of a child. Well, at least until it gets its upload. Yeah. I mean, I don't believe that. But anyways, if if so then the the whole ring thing was dumb. If they didn't need to do it, if the unimind was going to happen anyway. But they didn't know it was going to happen. It was just the MacGuffin. Oh. 
It's shitty writing. Well, fix it. I kind of I kind of enjoyed it. I thought that it was just them attempting to get the answer, and the answer turned out to be something else. Happens all the time in movies. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Yeah. Why did they keep calling Homelander the strongest when Gilgamesh could have, like, you know, kicked his ass? Uh, yeah, maybe because he could fly and he had strength and he had laser beams. Because Gilgamesh Ooh. was drunk off his butt all the time from his own liquor that He's, he made in his mouth. Yeah. He still whooped ass. That's true. Yeah. He still whooped ass. He was the only one that didn't get his ass handed to him in the entire movie. Until he got stabbed in the neck by... Because he was trying well, to save Well, that's because Thena. he got distracted yeah, from yeah, yeah. Uh, trying to save Thena. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I don't blame him. I mean, Homelander could barely hold his own against some of the lesser deviants. But he had his he had his ass handed to him by uh, uh, Crow. Crow, yeah, Crow. Whatever the fuck that... Crow. Yeah, Crow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they didn't... No better? I, I don't know. When well, you I've can t- fly, you're immediately the best. Yeah. So I got two things that indicate the end of the world. First of all is global warming. You know, it's because global warming is going to end the world. And then asking, when you combine that to asking an eternal to move in with you, you know, those two things combined will then end the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see that. And see that. Did you have anything that you didn't quite like, SP? I I don't know. I di- oof, that's a good question. I enjoyed the, the mo- questions. I know, man, because yeah. I I enjoyed the movie. I I did enjoy the non-linear storytelling, but Jason did have a point where they made a couple of abrupt changes that I didn't know were an abrupt change right away it seemed like it was seamless storytelling like w- at one moment you were somewhere and everything was fine and the next moment you were fighting deviants and you thought it was back to back but it wasn't it was centuries right in between until the graphic came up with the year came up there so yeah the, the, i guess the way they did the non-linear storytelling even though i enjoyed it was was jarring yeah it, because I couldn't clearly delineate that I was somewhere else right there. Yeah. I I mean I liked I I'm with you. I liked the the nonlinear stuff. I liked the back and forth. I wish I wish it would have been a little less in certain spots. Um I think it would have been a little bit better if we would have had those, you know, the the big fights, the you know, from Babylon and all that stuff all in one not in one big chunk, but in a in a sizable chunk, um, to say you know, hey, they've been w- waging this war for quite a while. Um, yeah, and now I did like- and now they got it, and now they're doing their own thing instead of this. Oh well, they were still doing it way back then. Oh, they were still doing it way back then. Yeah, I did like kind of the ancient aliens type thing that they did, where they showed how they influenced the mythology throughout the ages. Yeah, especially whenever they kind of split off and and went to their uh, to various cultures. Um, it was interesting that Gilgamesh ended up being the uh, well, Gilgamesh was an actual historical character. There was a there was a king called Gilgamesh in Babylon. 
So you figure that's probably the same guy. And he also was Hercules in ancient Greece. And, uh, you know, so it was, it was interesting to see the, the, the changes or the mythologies that were built up around these characters that were interacting freely with humanity and, and showing off their powers. And then they, I guess after the, uh, after the, uh, Spanish invasion of the Aztecs in Mexico, they kind of split off and, and went underground, but, um, I, I thought that was a, a neat aspect of the movie. I thought that was pretty pretty cool storytelling. I really would have wished that they had done the historical parts kind of back-to-back and in, in, in sort yeah. of the beginning of the movie kind of as a setup instead of how they bounced back and forth because, yeah, uh, like like SP said, and what I pointed out earlier was was sometimes the, the transitions were a little jarring and you, you kind of got confused until they had to bring up a graphic to tell you where in the fuck you were and if you have to bring up a graphic to tell the audience where the fuck they are, that's really not great storytelling. Right. I, I did like I did like the first one that where, you know, she hands the knife and then it shows it there. I think that was a good one, a good jump. But they should have. But I think when they jumped back and started showing the other stuff, they should have just stayed there. You know, when they started showing the, the love story and all that kind of stuff. And we didn't even hit the love story. Yeah, um, kudos to Disney for putting some sex in their movie. Yeah, right? This is the first MCU movie that I can think of that had any kind of fucking sex oh, in it. Oh, man. Yeah. And, and and it wasn't just like kissing on the cheek, man. There was some bumping and grinding happening on that screen. It was a, little pe- bit of, a little bit of side boob. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of ass cheek, yeah. Yeah, it was some it was some PG thirteen bumping and grinding, but it was still bumping and grinding. So, you know, so be it. All right, SP. Yeah. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. I did like the fact that they were able to bring out kind of teen angst in Sprite without doing teen angst. I really appreciated that because that's one of the two things that I really hate about. Superhero movies is teen angst. I really can't deal with it. Wait till Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm no longer. So, the two biggest things that I don't do in superhero movies anymore is the dark and brooding. So, that's all a WB, basically, all of the DCEU (laughs) and and teen angst. Those are the two things I'm like, no, I don't want to have that anywhere near my movies and I don't want it near my Star Wars, which, you know, there was a couple of teen angst things in the prequels and the sequels there. So I'm glad that they dealt with Sprite without going full on teen angst. I really appreciated that. Yeah. And I just want to let you guys, especially Jason, I want to let you know for the record, there was a lot of sand in this movie and I didn't make a oh, reference. God damn it. But you have now. I, well, you just couldn't leave damn. that alone. huh? Well, you know, it, it is coarse and it gets everywhere. God damn it. But so, it did soften the landing to the it, ship as it, it was crashing. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, all right, SP, this is uh, this is your favorite, uh, well, is now your favorite uh, part of our episode. It is time for the Superpower Roll Call. So I'm going to let you go first. Uh, Man, pick, I was a pa- thinking about- pick a power, any power. I was thinking about this today because uh, I just saw the movie yesterday, right? So I was thinking oh, about this today. fresh in your mind. Yeah, and I would love to say Thena 
because I think she's badass and everything, but I just don't have the bits and the parts and the looks to go along with that. So I, I don't think I oh, could Oh, don't really... sell yourself short there, SP. Oh. I mean, Thena I, does I not have a pretty the beard. Girl. You know, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, so I, I'm not going to go there. who's to say she wouldn't be better with the beard? <laughs> Me. Athena <laughs> <laughs> does not need a beard whatsoever. Um, okay, so it's not Thena. And then I thought, well, maybe Gilgamesh, because, you know, just let the pound stuff and then create my own beer in my mouth, that sort of thing. And no, I, I just couldn't go there. And I... I actually want to go with Icarus. And the one thing that I don't want to go with his powers is because he was an ass and I don't want to be the ass, but I really like his powers. So I will go with Icarus's powers, but not Icarus, the character. Okay. Jason. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Homelander. I mean, he had the, he had the super strength. He had the flight and he had the, uh, uh, you know, dick eye laser beams. So yeah, I'm going to go with Homelander. Okay. Um man. So so I kind of I kind of would go with uh I'd kind of go with Gilgamesh. I think I'd just be able to pound shit and uh and hell. I got a hot chick in the in the process too. Cuz you know they were a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gilgamesh had a definite crush on people. Oh, yeah. And and it had been years upon years. I you know, you know, they went to da- land down under for a reason. She's mentally handicapped, though. So you're taking advantage. Only occasionally. She's not Only mentally handicapped. She has she has moments really? that only she kind of goes fucking nuts. There's but... only certain times where she asks if anybody has seen her baseball. Other than that, <laughs> totally okay. I mean, he told her to stay, and she's like, oh, "Okay, I'll stay." I'm like, "Like, no, that is no." No, not well, at all. Uh, that's because he knows that it would trigger her, and he needs to focus. Look, he's he's the Black Widow to her Hulk. Mm, there you go. Perfect. All right, you guys got some awards? Yeah. I got a few. Perfect. Jason, let's start us off with the uh, Black Lung. Uh, again, so MCU, so nobody's overtly fucking smoking. Um, but we're having sex. True. Uh, I'm going to go honorary, whoever we decide to finally make an honorary award. One of these on days. Show for. One yeah, of these days. One of these days. Happen. One of these days we'll hit an X-Men movie and it'll be Logan. So. <laughs> well, way to, way to spoil it. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's the obvious fucking it choice. It is. It is. All if right. Disney still allows it. Yeah. Well, wait. We've got some back cat. We got some back movies. We can uh, we can sneak it in there. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. How about you, SP? Well, since he was attempting to be birthed through a volcano, I will go with Tiamat. Okay. Um, I gave it to Gilgamesh because he got himself the funeral pyre. Hmm. Oh, that's, that's a good right. call. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. Ashes spread in the lake or whatever yeah. that was. Yeah. Was yeah. that the Blue Lagoon? Is that where they were? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, SP, uh, Headlush. Oh, this is obvious. Gilgamesh. Man, yeah. that dude needed so much booze, he made it himself in his yep. mouth. Yep, yep. Jason? Yeah, yeah, Gilgamesh for mouth beer. Ah, there it is. It's a three-way. God. Gilgamesh I knew it. for me. I should have went somewhere you different. You should have, but you didn't. You allowed oh. me to say it's a three-way, or as they call it in the fr- France, a menage a trois. 
All right, Jason. Player. Uh, player. So I'm going to go with Cersei. She was oh. the uh, she was the apex of a love triangle. Uh, she had Jon Snow hanging all over her, and Icarus wanted him wanted him some. So, and she did uh, kind of give it up to to Icarus in the in the sand. So, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Uh, you know she's going to be getting sand out of the nooks and crannies for weeks now. Well, yeah, because it's coarse and it gets everywhere. God damn it! Hey, you set it up. I just I just hit that T ball. Uh, SP. So yeah, Cersei, huh? So I was thinking of Jon Snow himself, the Black Knight, Kit Harrington. I was thinking about him because, you know, he's making the moves to get a Celestial. He's just an ordinary human, right? And he's getting a Celestial. And uh, an knew eternal. It. Eternal. He, right. Well, eternal, Celestial, yeah. whatever. And uh, I was thinking of that, and I was like, no, no, he didn't really get any action that we saw. And so then I was thinking, well, who had two people after him the entire thing? And it was Icarus. He had Cersei. He had Sprite. He knew he had Sprite. He knew he had Sprite. Sprite was the reserve person. So wait, 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 wait. You're going to give it to Icarus uh, because of Sprite, who is a child? Sprite wasn't a child. Mm, I don't know. Sprite was seven, at least 7,000 years old. I think that's above the minimum age requirement. Uh, okay. All right. So but I will give it to... No, he's, he's saying that Sprite was his safety school, though. <laughs> but I will give it to Icarus because he obviously had something going on with Ajax on the side, too. So he had three. Okay. All right. Um, I gave it to Cersei. You think he had some Ajax <laughs> on the side, too? Yeah. That. What, what else is he doing in South Dakota for? Of course he went there for some... You know, it's <laughs> a long way to travel for some strange. Look, man. he can fly. It's not that big of a deal. He's pretty fast. <laughs> um, so I gave mine to uh, Cersei. Uh, not only did she get the D, but uh, uh, she was able to, because of that, Icarus couldn't kill her like uh, he killed Ajax. So I don't think he had Ajax. I don't think uh, Icarus had any Ajax. I think, I think. He, I think she refused his advances, and no, that's I, why he was. She was. No, it's just yeah. like the one night stand that you don't care about ten years later, oh, or uh, ten centuries later. Yeah, or ten minutes later. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, SP, uh, take us home with some uh, purple hippo. Wow. Well, obviously you had that uh, Brad Pitt thing going on with Thena. So, you know, that's a possibility. You had Sprite always wanted to be a real person. So Sprite could grow up. So you had that. You had Cersei, who's completely snowed over by Icarus. You had Druig, who wanted to mine, literally mine frack the entire planet and actually the entire universe. Uh, so, yeah, you had all that. But I'm just going to go with all of the Eternals for having to have done this dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of times before. They literally had so many worlds killed, so many billions of living beings killed before. Definitely the entire Eternals team was fracked up in the mind. Okay. Uh, Jason? Uh, so Athena's going to get mine. She went batshit nuts and almost killed, you know, three of the Eternals whenever she first went nuts. And then... Uh, had to be kind of committed in Australia yeah. by Gilgamesh for centuries. Yeah. 
Um, and because this is my show, this is another three-way. It's Athena uh, for me. Um, because he said all the Eternals. So Athena's part of the oh, Eternals. It's it. a three-way. I give it to Athena uh, for having the, uh, whatever it was, Mad Weary or the Brad Pitt disease, as uh, SP called it. Um, all right. So, SP, I want to thank you for coming on again this week, uh, even though it's been like two months since we last talked to you. Um, again, time travel, it's fun on this show. Um, so, what you got coming up the pipe? This thing is coming out next week for sure. So, what do you got coming up? We're going to cover Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings on Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. We're going to record it tomorrow night as we're recording this, but I think mine will come out first, knowing your release schedule. Yep. And we're actually going to have a, uh, a special guest on to delve a little bit more into the Chinese culture of the the lore of the culture of of Chinese and how that really impacts their superheroes and what they think about uh, Shang-Chi in particular and all that sort of stuff. So it's really going to be good. That'll be legends of shield episode 401. We just had episode 400 come out. So yeah, we've been around for a while since 2013 and a lot of, a lot of great stuff. I am in the middle personally of a West Wing rewatch on HBO Max. Don't ask why, but I got into it. Now I just want to finish it. And after I do that, I'm going to do a rewatch of all of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And we'll probably bring that content into Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. and do some best of episodes and and uh, character uh, deep dives and stuff like that. Of importance, though, West Wing does have Clark Gregg in it. So, yes, we had Agent Phil Coulson in West Wing. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So that's how you hook it all together. That's right. Makes sense. You were just doing some research. All right, well, so uh, next week, um, we're not choosing anything. It's already been chosen for us. Uh, next week, we will be reviewing the movie where Peter Parker balances his life as an ordinary high school student in Queens with his superhero alter eagle's ego spider-man and finds himself on the trail of a new menace prowling the skies of new york city it is 2017 spider-man homecoming uh wait didn't we already do that <laughs> yeah technically you and i already did that um so jason in two weeks we're gonna be actually recording far from home <laughs> okay so you know don't get confused um yeah we are going to be uh covering the Three movies, or actually the two movies, uh, in uh, in anticipation for Spider-Man: No Way Home coming out in December. You guys uh, going to cover the Venom stuff too? Uh, we already covered Venom two, just not the first Venom because why would we do the first one and just skip to the second one? Why not? Yeah. Sure, yeah, because the first one sucked. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Uh, yeah, so Venom 2 came out actually in uh, at the end of October. So uh, that would have been uh, uh, just before the Iron Man one that you were on last week. Don't you remember being here last week? I do remember being here yeah. last week. I actually also listened to that episode that you did on Venom 2. 
All right, well, that's going to do it tonight or today. Our intro and outro music is Demon by JVNA. Our podcast music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokingandrinkingcapes.com slash Discord. Or you can email us at smokingandrinkingcapes at outlook.com. Visit Creative Brain Candy for more great shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com. For this week, I am um, whoever, Kingo, that the dude that had like uh, all of those Bollywood movies. I'm that guy. Yeah. He had the valet. The valet. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So. And I guess they're not going to say anything. So, good night, guys. We'll see you next time.